1: If you're a tennis fan you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network whether you're a better or just love tennis you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar subscribe to game bet match today from your favorite podcast provider
0: hello everyone and welcome along to wednesday's edition of betting weekly game bet match the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with bet rivers your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Sealy, and as per usual, I'm joined by our senior ATP tour handicapper for because we win. It's Sean Calver, and this Sean is our final podcast before the action starts on the final major of 2023, the US Open in Flushing Meadow. It starts in just days away now. Are you excited? I am. It's my
1: favorite. It's my. I am actually. It's my favorite. <laughs> I do get excited. I don't know why oh, I was able- gonna say. I, 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 I do occasionally. Depends what's going on, obviously. Um, yeah, U.S. Open is my favorite one, def, but definitely by some distance, actually. Um, not not just because you tend to get slightly more underdog winners there, but I just like the whole vibe of the U.S. Open. It's it's, it's just the atmosphere, the energy, and it, it's it's it, for me, it's by far the best major. Um, always has been. I always used to watch it when I was when I first started tennis betting, uh, quite a few years ago now, was sort of early thousands, twenty odd years ago. Um, used to love just staying up just watching the night matches and just just loving the, the buzz and the atmosphere you don't get that any other major you know Wimbledon's a bit a bit sort of stayed and quite dull isn't it compared for me and the you know that the French and Wimbledon they've they they're they're too sort of compacted you can't you can't really move around it's a bit more space at, at Flushing Meadows Um, I just I just enjoy it. it's my favorite yeah definitely.
0: Um, You would have seen the uh, the scenes last night with in the Twisky, Victor Twisky getting uh, verbally abused by someone at the crowd. Very vocal, very uh, partisan crowd there in the USA. I just hope that me and you aren't there for a Dan Evans match. What's or, this? Sorry, I'm not. Have Twisky. you seen it? Oh no, Victor Twisky was there watching a match and uh, he was cheering an opponent. And, and he, he oh, what
1: in the qualities last night?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was it was quite. I, I, if you go to the Twitter page and look at the thing, it's it's quite interesting to watch it. Oh, is he
1: is he coaching somebody or something?
0: I think I think he's coaching. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure he's coaching. It was um, the what was the guy Medvedevich. The the,
1: the oh Hamad Medvedevich.
0: Yeah, he, he was. What he was watching his match and and uh, he was obviously cheering and and, and uh, someone took offence to him and it was it was it was a confrontation between a fan and him saying that you know he's in New York and this is not Serbia. It was quite it was quite interesting to really. But it was it was it was quite. It was, was, it was he the last playing match an American or something? And no, he wasn't. He was playing Go
1: Gojo. I think Gojo. Oh, uh, boy, God, That's that's a strange. Why would somebody yeah. get um, annoyed that someone was? You're supposed to cheer for people. That's the. It was
0: very odd, and I haven't um, seen that. No. I. It wasn't no. surprised. It was the last match, on course, so it was a late game. Oh, you it, do get a but, lot of
1: people yeah, so... that are absolutely hammered by that stage, certainly on Arthur Ashe. I, when when I went last time, I went, which was well, way back fifteen years ago, and and again this year actually, I'll be right up in the gods of the Arthur Ashe, and all sorts goes on up there. After sort of seven, eight o'clock, all bets are off. (laughs) Because it's so far away from the court. You know, there's no chance of the players hearing it. It's You you know, you've been to Arthur Ashe. It's it's massive, isn't it? If you're right at the back, the court is like a postage stamp, but there's there's all sorts going on up there. And it just adds to the flavour. I I, I
0: was right at the back and I am right at the back this year, but I I tend to go, I've been to two matches there and obviously on two days, and I went in the afternoon session and I found it a little bit more different, you know, afternoon session. Oh yeah. it
1: is. But the night session, there's people staggering about all over the place, spilling beer and it's, it's, you wouldn't get that at Wimbledon, would you?
0: No, it
1: just, it just makes it just, yeah, I love it. You either like the US Open or you don't, and I I do, so that's I'm happy with that. Yeah,
0: I do as well, and we can't wait to go out there. We should have some brilliant content for you on our uh, Instagram account at Because We Win and our Twitter account at Because We Win. And Sean is going into the US Open in hot form. Uh, two winners last night, an unbelievable couple of winners. Uh, Nakashima, eleventh successive matches now that he's had a tiebreak, and uh, that cashed at minus one hundred two. Great tip there from Sean. A great breakdown as well. If you saw it yesterday. And also Kumar, uh, he won the first set at plus three dollars. Um, won the first set, I think it was plus three was it three eight was it, I can't it was it three
1: 80, uh, 3.8 I think it was. Yeah, yeah so two point eight
0: in the end there. And also he went on to win the match. Um, I know Sean is a perfectionist I know Sean is uh someone who doesn't sit there and think to himself, oh I've just bet a three dollar winner. He's, he gets a bit frustrated. Are you, are you sitting there this morning thinking, Why didn't I bet him to win the
1: match at plus four seventy-five? I'm not actually no. No, um, oh, well, I, I, I thought
0: you might have thought that this, today. I, I, well,
1: possibly, but I think I think it was the right bet was to take the first set because, you know, he's obviously a very low low ranked player, and and Van der Zandsculp has that history of starting slowly. I think he's lost twenty, I think he's lost twenty one of his last thirty one opening sets. Van der Zandsculp, but he he, he, ha- he certainly has the capability of coming back from a set down against someone like Kumar. Um That's why I went for the first set. It was just on on the basis of der scope not knowing kumar um I, I, I doubt he's he perhaps would have seen him on video maybe briefly maybe um and obviously he doesn't play for a long time I think all the all the elements were there for for Kumar to get off to a strong start but I wasn't completely convinced that he'd win the match obviously he did but you know I'm, I'm more than happy with the bet that I had yeah
0: great bet you can't question yourself when you bet a three dollar winner um, and that's what Sean did yesterday. So we're going heading into the US Open in nice form and plus six six point three three units for 2023. So things are looking good. Uh, let's that let, concentrate on now, but then here and now, and here and now is the Winston salem the final tournament before the US Open over in North Carolina. And let's look at the outright market before we go on to tomorrow's matches. And Sebastian Corder, uh, he's now five dollars. We did say at the beginning that eight to one potentially could be a a big price about Sebastian Cordy, is the form horse, or He's not the form horse, but he's the class horse in the field. If he had the form, he'd probably be a lot lower than what he was at the start. But uh, he
1: probably wouldn't even be playing this tournament if he was in form, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, but
0: um, he's five dollars. Uh of Coric is six dollars. Uh, Leheka is eight to one. Nakashima is plus 850. Greek Sport is plus 850. Purcell nine. Vukic 12. Martin Fuksovic 16, Laszlo Jerry, 16, Michael Mo 18 and our pick though, only got one remaining pick on the outright market. It's Kopfer who came through yesterday to reach last 16. He's also 18 to 1. Before we ask about our pick Kopfer, Corda, um I've got 66 to 1 about him to win the US Open. Am I do I want him to lose here in the quarterfinals or do I want him to to win this tournament and go in a bit of form and confidence? Where do you, I'm I'm sort of sort of struggling to think which way I want him to do Do I want him to get to the semi-finals and get beat or do I want him to win this tournament and go in thinking you know I'm back to my best
1: uh, it depends which way you look at it. I mean I, I personally would want Corder to win it or, or at least sort of make the final just because I think he's more needing wins than he is needing to conserve energy he's, he's barely played this season in, in terms of matches played you know he's he's not been winning he's not played that many matches uh, I think he should have easily enough in the tank you know he missed the first after australia he missed a few months off with injury didn't he where well, he was doing a lot of the strength work that i talked about before um yeah i just think he he will need he needs these matches i think if he wins winston salem i think he's coming in 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 exactly the right frame of mind i don't think he'll be too tired unless unless he gets involved in some real epic kind of seven six in the third when it's like 36 degrees if if, if that's the case he might that's what you don't want but if i were you i'd be i'd be wanting quarter um, to win matches yeah
0: the other thing i was going to say i'm not quite sure what's his current world ranking is he is he is he in danger of well, being
1: seeded the seeds yeah. are already done so all right what, what, whatever was, what, it is now 33 is, is what in the be. world
0: ranking so i don't know if he, did he get a seed i'm not quite sure i so, should uh, imagine there's i
1: should imagine there's withdrawals in the top 32 then but there must be there's bound right. to be well nadal isn't isn't playing is he still in the top 32 for there's one for example there's there's, there's yeah, loads yeah. that aren't that aren't playing I would imagine he'll be seeded. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So he's seeded. So the the motivation here, uh, Sebastian Korda, uh, $5 is the favorite. Now uh, we've got one pick left. Dominic Kopfer. He's 18 to one. He's up against uh, Leheka. We're going to come onto that match in a little bit. What do you think about his chances to win the tournament?
1: I think he's got a decent chance. Um, He had a bit of a gimme yesterday against uh, Kirchenheimer. I must admit, I know, didn't know anything about. I watched him a bit yesterday. Um, you know, ranked outside the top 400 in the world. Even then, Kopfer managed to make a bit of a meal of it. He is an emotional guy. He whacked a couple of balls out of the stadium when, when he didn't, when he didn't win a couple of points that he wanted to win. Uh, you you always get that with Kopfer. He's a little bit, he's a little bit mentally unstable at times. Um, but I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's, well, we'll come on to his match later. It's one of the ones we're going to talk about, isn't it? With, um, Leheka, but I, I see no reason why he can't make the final. His stats are very, very good. Um, you know he's he's shown his physicality in in Los Cabos the other week in these very very strong con- uh, hot uh, humid conditions. So yeah, for me, I, I still think he's got every chance. Yeah, and we've got a ticket on
0: him at forty to one. Is that right? For yeah, forty to one. He's now currently eighteen to one. So if you you're holding the forty to one ticket, stick with it. That's our advice here. Don't don't be going cashing out. Don't be looking for alternatives. Stick with it. at forty to one. Uh, let's have a look at the matches now. All these matches are today. This is round three here, the last 16 in Winston-Salem, all today. So this is a show that we have to do every morning here in the UK. It goes up live, so uh, on online, and we have the matches uh, early evening uh, across in uh, America. So we're going to have the first match here. Uh, and the first match we're going to talk about is Borna against Michael Moe. Now, Borna Corritch, uh, this match starts at 6.30pm, um, Eastern time, that is. Remember, if you head to the Bet Rivers website, there's about 29 different markets in these matches, and all these matches are um streamed live so whichever on your computer your tablet your laptop whatever you've got it's all stream live here so born of Courage is the heavy favorite is minus 220. michael mo is plus 175. uh if you look at the spread it's three and a half so three and a half favorite for um uh, Courage, give, uh giving up three and a half is plus 105. mo minor uh plus three and a half is minus 134 and the total here is 22 and a half. Now, Mo beat one of our picks yesterday, Giron, and he played very well, 6-3, 6-4 in that match. They've never met each other before. Coric has had a, a year a year full of injuries and a couple of years full of injuries here. Michael Moe is actually playing some decent tennis here. He reached the challenger in Stanford, reached the quarterfinal coming into this tournament. Did well at Washington where he reached the last 16. Um, what do you think about this one? Because I think this looks, um, Coric here, I, 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 think, I think minus 220 looks a little bit of a price that I would like to oppose. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, I think he's far too short. Far too short. I mean, um, Mo's got a far better record than Corridge on outdoor hard at main level in 2023. Uh, 67% win rate and 101 service points, one return points, one total. Corridge 47% win rate only and 98 total. So Mo reasonably well ahead there. In terms of service hold and break totals, Mo 107. Courage 93. So, some way ahead, uh, Mo. You know, Courage has not had a great season. Impacted once again by injuries, that shoulder issue that I've talked about before. He has to ice it after every match. It's not ideal. You know, Courage wasn't impressive against Hijikata in the last round. Uh, 4-1 down, he was in the second set. Managed to claw it out 7-6. Um, but the form that he's shown, you know, latterly, it's not, it's not been great. He's only won back-to-back matches once. In six tournaments since the French open uh he's i've also looked at his his record when he's been priced in this sort of price range and when he's been priced between one point three and one point four nine um that's minus three thirty three and minus two oh four he's lost five of his last i think it's i think it's five of his last eight i've i've got the number missing here <laughs> but it's it's quite a few he's lost quite a lot of recent matches in this in this price range um so that would certainly put me off uh, backing him today. As I said, Mo was very decent. You know, he beat Gear on in straight sets. He's all, He's already, he's beaten some very, very good players this season. He beat Hercash in Washington, D.C. He's beaten Gear on a couple of times now. Beat Shapovalov in Delray Beach. Zverev at the Australian Open. Felix at Wimbledon. So I don't think it would be any real shock if he beat, he beat Coric here. As I said, number one seeds, I've said before, number one seeds don't have a particularly great record. Well, they have a poor record here. Um, only two number one seeds have have ever made the final in Winston Salem. So, and this this is a number one seed that, yeah, I suppose he does need matches, but he's also got to protect that shoulder as well. So, I don't think it'd be any huge surprise if Mo won this. Um, I should just say the trends, by the way, um, in Winston Salem are are quite sort of strong. That there's not many underdogs win in this round, only 20% have won in this round in the last five editions. They tend to win later. In the tournament, as I mentioned earlier on in the week, they tend to win quarterfinals, semifinals, and the final at, at great rates, 53%, 61%, and 44%. This, this is a round where you don't get too many underdogs, but the, the one that I do like today is, is is Mo. I mean, as I said, the stats are quite significantly in favour of Mo, who you think would be motivated playing at home. I would question Courage's motivation with that shoulder injury. I took him at um, 2.94. Five plus one ninety five earlier on this morning. I'm not sure what he is now. Mo, he is
0: plus one seventy five currently with Bet Rivers, which still represents value.
1: Yeah, on on the stats that I've mentioned and on on, on courage's form and with the question marks over, uh, you know his physical condition. Yeah, I'm I'm more than happy to 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 tip it at that price. Yeah,
0: we are also talking about the physical condition of these players. Lots of withdrawals, as we said in the last couple of weeks. What are the weather forecasts today? Is it is it what's the conditions like on the court?
1: uh not it's actually slightly better i think in terms of in terms of the, the player's point of view it's gonna be sunny about but not 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 blindingly hot So sort of 28 29 27 roughly that sort of temperature but sunny not that high humidity i think the humidity is down about 40 where are we 40 percent. yeah humidity is roughly 40 percent, which isn't which isn't too bad um you know it's the humidity that that has been slowing things down a little bit. We might see slightly quicker conditions today with sunshine expected and the lack of humidity. The courts might play a little bit quicker. That's, that's the current conditions.
0: So there you have it. Uh, Michael Moe, plus 175, it was plus 190, now plus 175, but we still believe that plus 175 is the value. Born a courage the record of the number one seeds here in this tournament is shocking. And uh, with an injury as well, um, he, he's an opposable player here, definitely, minus 220, Michael Mo, you might want to look at the handicap as well for a little bit of extra security, it's three and a half start for Michael Mo in that match as well okay, let's move on to the next match, 4pm Eastern Time, Brandon Nakashima the man who cashed for us yesterday with the tie break, not only did he get one tie break, he got two tie breaks in his match, 11 consecutive tie breaks, he's up against veteran Richard Gasquet, uh, Nakashima is a heavy favourite here, minus 205 Richard Gasquet is plus 163 uh, do you think that uh, Gasquet is going to be interesting this match. And do you think that Nakashima can continue his great form? Uh, that's the That's the question that Sean's going to answer here. The handicap is two and a half. Nakashima minus two and a half is minus 165. And the total, uh, not surprisingly, is quite high. 22 and a half here with over minus 107, given the fact the amount of tie breaks that Nakashima plays. The head-to-head is 1-0. It's 1-0 uh, to Nakashima in Florence in 2022. And he won very easy, 6 2, 6 2. On the hard courts this year, it's actually Richard Gasquet has the better record, 9 and 6. Um, but coming into it, Gasquet's only won once uh, in, that, in his last three, four matches, and that was against Hustler in the last round here. So Nakashima, minus 205. Are we going back to that bet again, Sean? Are we going to bet the tiebreak again up against the veteran Richard Gasquet? Can he, especially in the first set, maybe second set? I'm not so sure.
1: I think I might have gone to the well once too often with Nakashima. I think I think if you carry on doing it, I think you're going to get burned eventually. And I think Gasquet is not not really a guy you would associate with playing a lot of tie breaks. Uh, he, he quite will, probably will, quite possibly will against Nakashima, as you said. Now played 11 straight matches in a row with a tie break player. You, you get the feeling that feast match would have gone to another tie break had had feast not run out of gas in that third set. You know that could easily have gone to another one um, because the stats, you know, they're still. Terrible, really, for, for Nakashima on in terms of return of serve. 2023 at main level on outdoor hard. Um, they've both got the same service points, one return points, one total of 101. Nakashima, only a 44% win rate, though, um, compared to Gasquet's 64%. And a lot of Gasquet's good work on, on outdoor hard this season actually came the week before a major when he won in Auckland ahead of the Australian Open. A little bit fortunate to win the title. Norrie really did choke that away, but even so, Gasquet had to go and win it, and and he he did win it. So his, his stats are at least as good as Nakashima's. The other thing from a Gasquet point of view is that he may well have um, a, a decent advantage here, having played his previous match a couple of days ago. You know, he had his feet up yesterday. He was probably sitting there with an ice cold drink, watching Nakashima play this really tough match against Artur Fee, So Gasquet should have enough in the tank. As I said, he's he's previously won. The week before a major. Um, slightly off-putting is the fact that Nakashima won so easily in Florence in the match that you mentioned uh on indoor hard at the end of last season. Slightly off-putting that. But again, if you're looking at Nakashima, he's only broken serve 10.6% of the time on outdoor hard in 2023. And these are you know dreadful numbers. He, he, and again, yesterday just struggling to break serve until Feast became fatigued. So um over 225 and a half has cashed in 12 of Nakashima's last 13 matches. So, you know, I'm not going to go with it again today. I think I've done it a few too many times now, but, um, I wouldn't put anybody off the overs here. Um, ran about 1. 1.8, 1.88, which is minus one, one, four with bet rivers or it was earlier.
0: Yeah. It's still minus one, one, four. That's the over 22 and a half. So a lean from Sean there, the statistics are going to tell you that Nakashima matches. You have to play the overs blind. 22 and a half is the line. Uh, the tie break as well cashed 11 times. Look for that in the markets. 29 different markets available with web, uh, with BetRivers. And I'm going to find you what how, what price a tiebreak is in this match. Here. Did you look earlier, Joel? In, it was
1: roughly evens, but I, I can't remember exactly what.
0: It is currently, it's actually plus 140 a tiebreak in this match. Yeah, Nakashima, okay. Gasquet, plus 140
1: a yeah, tiebreak. It's break. a you to... element. He doesn't...
0: But if you're going to get it, you're going to get it in a set one. If you're going to get a tiebreak, you're getting set one when Gasco's playing. He compared to the second two, when he gets a little bit tired, I think you might not get it. But overtime uh, over not twelve, not Yeah, oh, it's
1: not a bad play at all. Plus three
0: seventy five
1: for set you anybody off that. I mean, I've, I've said the stats. You know, he doesn't break serve. You know, less than eleven percent of the time on hard courts. And it's not as if he's been playing massive servers. This is against anybody. You know, the likes of Kubler and you know all these other guys that he's played. He's not been playing the big servers. It's a, it's a viable play, yeah, definitely, for a guy that, that really does struggle to break serve. So games are the lean. 22 and a half is the
0: overs. Uh, first set tie-break, tie-break in the match at plus 140. All sort of bets that we think that you should be concentrating on if you have a bet on this Nakashima game. The stats don't lie. and Nakashima matches do produce the overs and do produce the tie-breaks. First game on call. So it's his first match on call. So Martin Fukusevic against Sebastian Corder 2 p.m. Eastern time. Sebastian Corder is a heavy favourite here. He was minus 177 with Bet Rivers. He's actually been bet now into minus 205. Vuksovic was plus 143. He's now been out to 163. The handicap here is two and a half. Uh, giving up two and a half. Corda is minus 132. Fuksovich receiving two and a half is plus 104. And the total is twenty two and a half. and The market loves Sebastian corda in this match. I need a little bit more convincing about it. Uh, got him beat by Koric in the first round at Cincinnati and Vukic in Toronto. Hasn't convinced me that I'm looking good heading into the US Open. But a good win last night against Bonzi. Vucevic also had a good win uh, against Zhang. So, um, when you see this one, I, I, I definitely wouldn't be. I, I don't see the value in the quarter money. I don't see why he's gone from minus 177 to minus 205 on the evidence what I've seen since Queen's Club, where he hasn't. He's only won two matches in what, what eight? No, I wouldn't be betting him at minus
1: $2. There's no evidence on the stats either. 2023 at main level away from Clay. Uh, Fuksovich sixty eight percent win rate and a one hundred three total service points one and return points one total. Corder sixty five percent win rate and one hundred four total. So just on that, you can't really see why Corder's so short in price. I know he played well against Bonzi yesterday, but he did most of that on his first serve. He won eighty two percent of his first serve points. Corder yesterday only forty five percent on his second ball. Which you know it's he doesn't always serve well, does he? Corder sometimes in some of those matches that he has lost, he served really poorly. I think the one against, I think it was Shevchenko. I think he served at about 48% or something. Um, You know, he he can have days when he just, he just doesn't serve well. He had a great serving day yesterday. Will he have a great serving day today? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be backing him at that price. Um, There's a few interesting stats here. Fuksovich hasn't won back-to-back matches the week before a major since 2020. He's always a player that I think is a bit, a bit dodgy before, before majors. He does have an awful lot of injury problems, which always seems to be injured. Um, So he's one that I would always think he might be protecting himself. He did win Geneva one year on the clay. That was quite a few years ago. Uh, As I said, he hasn't won back-to-back matches since 2020 in this sort of week this pre major week. Uh, Certainly had a poor record. He wins the same. I think he lost two matches here last year. He lost in quality. He's got back in as a lucky loser and lost again. Um, but he beat Zhang. He played pretty well against Zhang, but Zhang wasn't fully fit. Uh, Zhang had the trainer out for a hamstring injury. In the second set, he wasn't really able to do anything much at all, Zhang. Fuksovic is aware of his record at Winston-Salem. He said after the Zhang match, he said, I want to play well once in my career at Winston-Salem. So whether that'll be this week, is, it remains to be seen. Um, I, the thing that puts me off Fuksovic, he, he, his, his top level is really good. And it, and it can test. The, the main guys but when he's been priced up between 2.3 and 2.6 that's plus 130 plus 160 and that sort of price range he's lost 10 of his last 13 matches and and that doesn't surprise me because I've I must have backed him in, in some of those because he does he does flatter to deceive a little bit against against the top guys we know he's got the ability he just I'm just it, it's mental with him when it gets tight he often drops serve when he's serving to stay in a set at sort of 4-5 five, or 5-6 five, you know he you wouldn't you always think he's going to drop serve. That that's that worries me. But this the move that you talked about, which I wasn't aware of um, for for Corda. I, I'm not unless someone's seen bitch, um with injury problems. Sort of, you know, in practice on the practice court, someone's perhaps seen him um, not fully fit. That's a possible reason. But I, I'm I'm with you. I can't really see any main reason on stats or on form why, why Corder should be quite as short as he is um my lean here will be again will be overs I think it'll, I think Fuchswich will be competitive I, I just given his record in this price range I wouldn't trust him to win it but over twenty two and a half at minus 116 would be something I'd think about here
0: I think the other thing with uh Korda is when he wins and wins well like Bombsy the other night and he serves well he looks like a top five player oh, he, 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 yeah, he yeah. looks exceptional and if someone's watching him and thinks oh, well, this this guy can win this tournament easy and this guy's going to beat him easy so I can understand why there's a public play from him but the problem is he's so erratic he, he, hasn't, he isn't good enough week in and week out and when he's bad he's really bad when he has an off day like wrestling in the first round at Wimbledon he was shocking and um I think that's the, that's the reason why we can't trust him. But when he has a day, he has this boy has a day, I and mean, we you've spoken about him before on this show is a potential, and you still believe he's a potential grand winner. I, I think have, he has the talent. I think he has the talent him. for sure. I, I'm much more lenient than you in my betting approach. You know, I, I feel that I just sort of not so. But I've given I've given up hoping him. I've lost more money on him this summer than anybody else, and I don't I, I don't trust him. Yeah, so that's why him i him off a cliff as well. Yeah, and that's why I think minus 205 is ridiculous because. Whatever you see him that time, I mean, I was so confident he'd beat Alcaraz in the semi semi-finals at the, at the Queens Club. It was unbelievable. I thought this guy's going to we we were sipping champagne. The way he was playing, we you, the could, yeah. you
1: could you could see why. But it, I think it's all mental with him. You know, he does have the ability. He's he's added the extra the muscle and whatnot now. But I just think that sometimes he just lacks belief in his own his own ability. I think that's what it is. I, you know, the amount of times he's thrown away matches as well, the close matches against. Against real top players, that that's the one thing that that lets him down at the moment. He's still you know relatively young, so he, he could kind of develop that that ma- match hardness, if you like, if you want to call it that. But I think that's what lets him down. I think some days he, he's on the court, and if it's not flowing, it if it's not flowing, it just isn't flowing. And whether he has that mentality to really battle through the days when he's not playing well, that's the question mark for me. But that
0: comes as a really real big surprise to me that a player with his upbringing and his family, with his dad, obviously a major winner, his mother, a tennis player, his two sisters, like the best golf women's golfers in the world, that the, the mental approach is, is the problem for him. You would have thought with that family, that would, you know, you're going to have the talent, but the fact that they're all sports stars, you would have thought that was in him. So it's a, uh, it's, it's an interesting one here, but the, the conclusion he was minus 205, he, he's, he's got a little bit too crazy for us, because however good he looks, he, he's always got a nightmare the next match, too inconsistent for us. Um, talking about money moves, there's been a money move in the next match as well. Um, before we had the prices, we were minus 215 Leheka and plus 170 Dominic Kopfer. Leheka, this us be money for our man. Dominic Kopfer has seen support. He's now plus 170 with Bet Rivers. Leheka is now minus 190, and that match starts at 440 p.m. uh, Eastern Time. We've obviously got a cheer here with our Kopfer pick. We want him at 40 to Uh, 1. 3.5 now is the spread. It's um, Kopfer plus 3.5 is minus 155, and the total again is 22.5. These two have never met before. And really, if you look at their head-to-head record, or sort of their, their hard-court record this season, there's not really much in it, really, on, on the, not your comment on the stats, but on their on their percentage win rate, not really much in it at all. So I'm quite surprised to see Dominic Kopfer initially quoted at plus 170. And I'm not surprised to see the money come for him now into plus 150.
1: Yeah, I think this is just, a, it could be a price correction. I think they just realised that that isn't the right price. Um it could be any. It could be anything really, couldn't it? Again, it, somebody might have seen Leheka not not hitting very well or in practice or whatever, or they just realised that this price is wrong. I mean, Leheka's only won back-to-back matches in one of his last nine main-level tournaments. That was Wimbledon, where he eventually retired um, with an injury. Kopfer is, does have the better stats on outdoor hard this season, uh, twenty twenty-three at main level on this surface. Leheka, sixty-two percent win rate, um, service points one, return points one, total of a hundred. Kopfer on the on the basis on the plain basis of it just looking at it straight Kopfer 78% win rate and a 105 service points one return points one total but you have to say that Kopfer's played a lot of uh, weaker opponents he's he's faced opponents that are ranked outside the top 100 six times in nine matches uh, Kirchenheimer was number 416 so i think Kopfer's stats are a little bit artificial because he has he has played a lot of lower ranked players um, but it's they're still not to be sniffed at. You know, he's got he, he's got a better record th- than the Hecker. That that that's that's the bottom line. Um, but as I say, there should be a slight correction. I think the Hecker should certainly be favourite on the basis of what he's done. You know, in recent times, whereas has been you know injured and, and he's just coming back, uh, to fitness. Hopefully, I think I think he's at full fitness now. I mean, I think he's certainly got a great chance of winning this match. The has got a good record against left-handers as well. He's won seventy percent of his career matches against left-handers and five out of six at, at main level. So he has had a, got a good record against lefties. But I think the style of play that Leheka plays, it's very attacking. Um, he's going to have to play it well. If he doesn't play it well, then Kopfer could easily win this. Kopfer, Kopfer will will make you play ball after ball after ball after ball. And I think Leheka is going to have to play his best tennis to win this, which we haven't seen his best tennis that often this season, there You've seen glimpses of it since since Australia. It's not. It's been a bit bitty between them, as I say. He's only won back to back matches once in his last nine tournaments. So, and it's not quick out there either. It's, it might play slightly quicker today because of the sun um, and the, the the lower humidity. But these aren't particularly quick courts at Winston Salem. The one I was looking at here was obviously I obviously I want Copford to win, but I was looking at over games again in this one over twenty two and a half. That was earlier on. It was plus one oh two. We we'll bet Rivers. Not sure what it is now. That's over twenty-two and a half games. Um, okay. I think this will be, I think this will be a battle. I think Overs again is a. I think either of these two are going to. A for certainly isn't going to tap out. That's for sure. Um, the Hecker, possibly if he's not if he's not firing, he he can go away tamely, on occasions if it's not clicking for him. Similarly to to Corda, but I think Overs is 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 a play here. A lean, yeah.
0: And the over is still minus 102 on the 22 and a half uh, line is the total there on the total games in Leheka against Kopfa. 28 different markets with Bet Rivers as well. And remember, the action starts at 2 p.m. Eastern time with Fuksovic against Korda. So we've got a big cheer already on Kopfa, so we don't really need to go in again. We want him to win the total on at 40 to 1. But we think this match here could be a long one with the over is the play. Uh, This is the part of the show where I always ask people for questions, and unfortunately today, we haven't got any questions. I don't understand why. I want your questions, so please. We had a question yesterday on YouTube. Depends what they are. Yeah, well, we'll ask, I'll ask anything. Uh, what hairdresser do we go to is one of the common questions. Oh, yeah. that a lot of people. That's an easy them.
1: one for me to answer, yeah. yeah, I yeah,
0: do it myself as well. So the, the, the <laughs> DIY hairdressers that we have here. Uh, a lot of questions like that, but uh, we're always open for any questions and any sort of strategy or any thoughts coming into the US Open because we want you to uh, learn and educate a little bit as well on the betting and try to make some money as well. Just a little bit of an update before some housekeeping uh, for the week. Uh, tomorrow, the draw for the US Open is made. Uh, we won't have have a show tomorrow, but on Friday we'll have an outright show. Myself and Sean will do an ATP tour show and I'll be joined by Roy Giovanni to do the same on the WTA. So we're looking at the men's and the women's singles and we'll be giving you a show on that on Friday. And on Saturday, it'll be the first round matches. So we'll have all the first round matches, the best bets from Sean, the best bets from Rory are recorded on Saturday. Um, So there's no question, Sean. So this is, I was trying to think of something to fill the gap and I like, you know, you, you're always someone who comes on and you, 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 there's always a problem with someone. And is it already what, what, you said, you say, someone, somebody aggrieved you, someone got the, you know, but I asked you earlier on, is anything, anything sort of annoyed you today? And you said, well, there was one thing today. so said, it's a bit boring, but I'm, I am quite intrigued to find out what, uh, what annoyed you today.
1: Stuff annoys me every day during the school holidays. You know, it's, I have a lot of problems with my boy and getting him to do stuff during the school holidays. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's a, and ever present in the background. But I I have got to go up to London later after this show, which is which is lovely. You know, it's a nice, nice night, yeah. you know, nice day, sunny day. Go out and you know, have a drink with a couple of friends and stuff that I've not seen for a while. But before that, I've got to go down the side. Of this this building, two things annoy me actually. One oh, I it's knew there would be more than one. I knew there'd be it's more about, It's about it's about thirty-three degrees in here because it's a wooden outbuilding and it's it's boiling hot today. I can't have the aircon on during this show because it it makes an absolute racket and you wouldn't be able to hear me properly and it would, it would just be weird that annoys me and i've got to get go down the side of this building in a minute and i've got a i've got a weed you know you know that kind of anti what do you call it like a weed killer stuff i've got to get this industrial weed killer set it all up and i've got to go all the way down the side of this building and round the back and that's going to take me absolutely ages well, that's the, that's the that's, that's the downside of living
0: in a mansion like you do <laughs> making so much money on tennis that's, that's that's what happens surely you must have a garden i was
1: making that much money i'd have a... actually that's another thing that annoys me natasha does actually have a gardener she does she has a gardener that comes in but does she do any of the stuff that i need doing to... no she doesn't well, she just she just starts she just deals with the wisteria and out of the front and, and all the all the hardcore stuff she doesn't bother with that so i have to do that so there you go that's there you just go today. i knew
0: there'd be so there was another thing is, it, is another thing
1: not, for, not for now. No. Oh, okay, okay. I might no, think no, of one no. in the next few okay. seconds.
0: There are four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You download the podcast Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Uh, get us up to charts there. Heading into the US Open in New York, myself and Sean will be over there. I'll be there on Tuesday, and you can follow our adventures on Instagram and our Twitter page at because we win. And you can also subscribe; don't miss a thing. I saw someone saying that they find it hard to find our stuff on YouTube, but it's very easy to find it. You just subscribe, and you get an alert every time it comes. And you can subscribe to the betting uh, sorry the betting weekly studios. So the betting weekly studios is our YouTube channel at because we win, and you can find it there. All our stuff there. Um, I don't know what. I don't. I don't want Sean to 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 be just just singing a song there, Sean, for you. Before we go, what is to it? Keep you happy.
1: I can't hear it. I can't hear a single thing.
0: It began. Oh, That's God. the end of the show. I'm oh, going to keep geez. him in a good mood. Getting to know him. Take care, Android's everyone, and we'll be back <laughs> on Friday with the draw. Strong. On the first round of the US Open, take it.